wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Again, movie mayhem podcast. Your boys, Matt, Brian, and the year is 2018. A complete 10 years after the release of the movie we're about to review. Oh yeah, a movie that has touched the heart and soul of every American. Um, a movie that I think, if you are a, I stand by the statement that got us in trouble oh, a lot yeah. last time. If you were an angry cop with violent tendencies, <laughs> this is probably your favorite movie. Uh, we are talking about 2008's Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. The uh, the the new staple yeah. of any Batman movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, no matter what you do, <laughs> yeah. you gotta be like... If you go into Warner Bros. like, hey, I want to make a Batman movie, it's like, is it gonna be like The Dark Knight? Right. And if you say no, get the fuck out. Get out of my office. <laughs> yeah. uh, Who the so, fuck are you? Well, you know... It's a movie that has set a lot of standards yeah. in, in cinematic history, comic book uh, history, and it's something that um, people have literally dedicated their entire lives to studying. And, Brian, we have one of those people with us today. I'm happy we do. <laughs> I'm happy we do, because you would have thought it would have been me to dedicate my life to Batman. Yeah. No. No, no, you, yeah, you've dedicated your life to Batman. Our guest today has dedicated his life to just this movie and okay. its sequel. Just... <laughs> We're Dude, skip, skipping Batman Begins. And... Yeah, no, yeah. No. Start right at two. And... You, may, you may not remember him from our Return of the Jedi review. We go way uh, back. A way back. Season two. TV Tea. Yeah, our boy Anthony. What's Woo! going on? The Shout tricep out. trap lord is oh, <laughs> he's known in the streets. Thank you guys for having me back. And I appreciate when, it. When, when Brian came to me and said we're doing uh, the Dark Knight immediately, I was like, nobody, <laughs> no. no one else. It's got to be Anthony. Because... Yeah, like this is the fastest I think I've ever said. Like, hey, we're gonna do the Dark Knight. I think Anthony should do it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I basically <laughs> just sent it. Usually, got an usually like message. a text takes like two hours yeah. or like three days to get back. Yeah. It's like now two seconds. Yeah, got an immediate I, text. Hey, we're gonna do the Dark Knight. You wanna hop on? I was like, absolutely. When? Where? I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I got a drill in a patient's mouth, and I just like peek over and see the text. Like, oh, oh I got. So it. you put you put the phone on the guy's face, and you're yeah. like, all right, yeah. while you drill. I just ask him to type it for me actually while I'm going. <laughs> the the uh, voice commands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Ant, you, uh, since we were in college together, The Dark yeah. Knight has always been your, like, your favorite movie, I think. I think um, so. It's yeah. definitely in my top five, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely top five. You've always been a Nolan guy. You've always been, um, uh, 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 you know, I guess a Bruce, a Batman guy. So, it, it was, I mean, briefly, before we go Edit, into it, for sure. Turn off our editing software. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're in the, we're in the command station right yeah, that's now. That's right, yeah. You know, every, every, all the bells and whistles are going off. And what is it that draws you to this movie over and over again because you watch it nonstop? You're absolutely right. I mean, <laughs> I, it's, it, there's, there's no arguing there. I'd say probably like once every two weeks this movie's on television, which rightfully so. It's a great movie. Mm. And I'll if I see it on, I will sit there and watch it again. I don't care if I had something else going on or had plans. Like I will normally rewatch <laughs> this movie. Yeah. I think it's a combination of a few things. One is, I mean, Christopher Nolan's just great overall with what he does with the film. Uh, I like sort of the the dark themes for sure. 
Um, it makes it a little more mature compared to you know every other kind of superhero type movie Batman out there. Forever, yeah. Um, yeah, and especially way more mature compared to those. Um, and then the other thing is is I, I guess the sort of commentary that I see within the film on like society at that particular time. So mm. going back like you know 2008, thinking about where where society was at, things were pretty dark at that time. You just had the market crash. This is a dark film about you know society and and sort of, you know, what are the rules and do they last in bad situations? And so I, I think that's pretty applicable all the time. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> I was not ready for this. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I am humorously unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it would be like, yeah, I was like, he oh, yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, like, like, damn, that's that's deep. No, it's, um, like, the movie makes some statements. Yeah, man. it does. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a question because you are a big fan of this. Um, yeah. Each time you watch it, do you find something new? Or do you, as you get older, do you, like, the messages get clearer and clearer? I'd say both. Sometimes you see, like, a little quirk that you didn't notice before, like, a particular mm-hmm. thing. I mean, with Heath Ledger's acting, you, there's so many layers to it that a lot of times you will miss something just because you see the the surface part of it, and then, like, you rewatch, and you'll be like, wow, I like that detail that he threw in there. Yeah. Um, but then, too, yeah, well, the we'll messages... We'll get into that, because I... I finally fucking notice some things because this was the first time i've got to watch it on my ipad so it's the first time i had to like actually the whole my face right right there because normally i would watch it like on a tv far away or i saw it on opening night yeah and i saw it like on the big screen so i was just like oh yeah yeah, now i could see all the tiny stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa yeah there's nuances like that um that i think you you will catch more of them as you watch the movie but then too for the messages part a hundred percent um you know for example, I was telling Matt the other day when he when he told me, you know, hey, we're gonna do the Dark Knight. I was like, great, I want to talk about the fairy scene at the yeah, end. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you gave him a, like a ten page dissertation. It's <laughs> like I worked on it. One hundred percent. On like, I read like the first line. I, was like, I think we could do it. It was yeah. funny because like in college I studied economics and like one of the big things you discuss is game theory. And that whole scene is just a game theory scenario. Of, Literally, you have two people. Do they cooperate? Do they not cooperate for the best outcome for themselves? And that's really what it was. So that's one of the things that like yeah, the message gets clear about. You know, are people always rational? Are they irrational? Um, and that's one of the things that, over time, definitely has a little more clarity to it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like, seriously. are they inherently evil or are they inherently yeah. good? Like, yeah. Or they get... look, not even evil or good, but are they going to look out for themselves mm-hmm. first or right. put the society as a whole, you know, ahead of them? Exactly. And a lot of times that's what the, uh, a functional civilization, like, hinges on. Yep. You know, which is the, the Joker's whole point. Yeah. Right? Um uh, that society is doomed to fail into chaos because people aren't capable of doing that. Yeah, if there's a little bit of stress, you know, he his his whole kind of theme for the movie is if he can push people to the brink, they'll eventually they'll turn on each other and, yeah. and you know just go it for themselves. And yeah. that's what he's trying to prove throughout the film. And, uh, and I thought it was a good concept too in that in yeah. that relation because it's a lot better than most superhero movies in that like the bad guy wants to destroy the world and the good guy wants to save the world right. or the bad guy wants money and the good guy's like well, don't yeah, take that money that's the uh, <laughs> I think the this is the only Joker at the time mm-hmm. that had an, a, mo- a motive that wasn't fuck with Batman right. make a lot of money right because the Jack Nicholas one was make a lot of money yeah um, and then the Mark Hamill one mm-hmm. that's fuck with Batman and yeah. also make as yeah. much money yeah uh, this one just wants to see the world burn, Master Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I immediately tried getting right back into like the Michael Caine act. You're, uh, you're just be good. I, I used to be like when uh, you got to use your whole, entry like, word. Remember your entry word. Oh, the, there's a whole thing like you, like every comedian who does a Michael Caine, I, like they always go like, "Hello, my name's Michael Caine." Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, and I'm here to talk to you about yeah. the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> I just lost it right there. But uh, no, yeah, Michael. You uh, were about the Joker. The Joker. Yeah, the Joker was a. Was, this one was like when I first saw it, like because I remember all the hate that came out of it, and it should have been a foreshadowing to what we get now. But yeah. like the amount of people who said like, "Oh, Heath Ledger can't be the Joker. Yeah, he's a he's like a romantic movie kind of guy. He's he a does like he's Brokeback Mountain. Like, yeah. how could you?" A Knight's Tale. And now everyone, like, if you even yeah. mention the Joker, he's the first person people yeah. throw out to defend, like, this, this is the Joker, this he's is it. gold standard, never yeah, gold standard, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Always had his back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> day, day one. one. Yeah. 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 I'm on it, that day one-ish right there. Well, yeah, I mean, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he died, like, surrounding the release of the movie. It is, yeah. Um, I don't think they would have given him a, as much of a chance had he been alive to, like, receive their vitriol. But, uh... I think, but I do think that everything that he receives, all the praise he receives is justified because he really does reinvent the character in a way that is, uh, gripping and he, the way he commits to it, it, it's, it's enthralling. Like you can go through the whole movie, like even this most, I watched it uh, again, you know, for the podcast and the whole time I didn't think like, oh, Heath Ledger's killing it, you know, like not once. You know, you can't look at Michael Caine and be like, Alfred. You're like, oh, and then Michael Caine Yeah, says, that's Michael Caine, You yeah. know? Or, like, even, I mean, yeah, Commissioner Gordon, you could do it because Gary Oldman's, like, the ill uh, character actor, but, like... Do you even know what Gary Oldman's original voice is? Like, I don't even his, know, his what, he, I don't even know what he actually looks like, you know? <laughs> what is, who is Gary Oldman? Is he, does Gary he look Oldman's... like Zorg? Does he look like <laughs> Commissioner Gordon? I mean, every every movie, he's completely different. Yeah, he's a, he's a chameleon of the game, man. Yeah, Gary Oldman's a legend. I, but... think, I think part of what allowed... Heath Ledger's Joker to be so successful is you can't tell that it's Heath Ledger yeah. in the makeup either, um, and it allows you to dissociate, you know, those previous you know impressions you've had of him, whether it's A Knight's Tale, whether it's Brokeback Mountain, mm-hmm. um, and you're just kind of immersed in this character that is the Joker on the screen, and you're like, you know, there, there's times in the film where you're obviously you recognize he's a villain, but you're also like. Honestly, this guy's making some solid sense. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he was, yeah, yeah. Like, he was the most compelling thing on screen. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of times where I was watching it, and, like, when like when Bruce Wayne or Batman was on, it's like, okay, well, I know I could kind of tune out a little bit, because I know what Batman's going to do. I know right. what Bruce you know Wayne's going to say. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm good. I don't kill. blah blah. blah. I like right. this girl. blah blah. I'm going to fall off a roof. Right. Twice. Um, <laughs> but, uh... With the Joker. With the Joker's yeah. on, like, you just see him, and he's just like... Oh shit! This guy's got something to say. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard though because like when I, as I'm watching, I'm just like, okay. In any other situation, if we're given a villain, we know nothing about him, his mm-hmm. origin, his motive, his like skill set. We don't know anything about this guy, right? Usually, that would turn you off from a character. Oh yeah. With the Joker in this in Heath Ledger's Joker, it's it creates an enigma. Like you know, it makes you yeah. more interested in him. And, and I know, like, the, how do you think he pulls that off? I know, like, in the comics, they love the idea of the Joker not having a true origin, yeah, origin story, origin story, <laughs> oriental story. <laughs> it's from the Orient. Well, he just came from the West, and he hung out in the East. Yeah, yeah. But um, they they like this idea, like he makes it up wherever he is. Yeah, I love like, that idea. Like uh, when he was talking about his scars, like each mm-hmm. time it was something different. In like the comic, like the Killing Joke has been one of the most widely like recognized one of. Like a true origin, mm-hmm. where it's like he's just this—he's this down on his luck guy who ran into Batman and just became crazy. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's just like that could be one of them, yeah. Because right. other others, like another one, I think came out at the end of the New Fifty Two run, where it's just like he's like there's three immortals yeah. in the DC universe. It's Vandal Savage, the Immortal Man, and this one guy who kind of was just near the action. 
Mm-hmm. When that, and that was the Joker. Yeah. And now there's going to be a comic run where there's three of them. So mm. they always interchange. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember hearing about the idea of there being three different I think, Jokers. I think part of what, you know, what, harping on what you're saying, Matt, in yeah. terms of like, you know, why is he so compliant? I think it's... In real life society, you could have that guy who just kind of loses his shit one day. Mm. I mean, it's a very real kind of character. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You probably see it on the street sometimes where you're like, that guy's crazy. And, you know, he's just having a bad day. Um, I'm sure we've all heard a story of someone going postal or something. This guy just literally is having a bad day perpetually, (laughs) essentially, and just wants to create chaos. And something about that, you're not really concerned with, like, well, what got him there? It's more like, well, what is he willing to do to perpetuate that chaos and keep that wrong? Right. And it always makes you ask the question, like, assuming he did achieve his goal, right? Hmm. What would be next after that? Right. Yeah, yeah, he would just what, yeah. keep going. Like, yeah, like, what what would be next? And so you're, you want to see, you know, does he succeed? And if so, what happens? Um, and if he doesn't succeed, like, okay, cool. Is he just going to continue going for that goal, mm-hmm. too? Right. So I, here, here's my challenge, that whole, the whole chaos ideology that people credit with the Joker. For someone who's all about chaos, he is incredibly organized and resourceful and mm-hmm. puts so much forethought into everything he does. All of his plans have a plan on top of a plan, right? Yeah. He like, uh, like, oh, he's going after uh, Dent, but it's really a, uh, a plan to get captured, and that has a plan like to get broken out, which is a plan to capture like Dent and Rachel, you know? And then at the end, oh, he's got a plan to like get them... like to you know um cause mass chaos in the city but it's going to put everyone on the ferries but mm-hmm. that's not actually the plan the plan is dent you know and it's like there's for someone that's into chaos he's not chaotic at all no. everything I think about it's, the, him is, it's, is, he's, is he's the illusion of chaos, right? chaos he's trying to make you like because i think the whole time he's trying to make you underestimate him yeah because even in the beginning of the movie where they're like oh we should go after the mob let's not worry about the joker right like it's just one man like no one cares mm-hmm. like we'll get him when we get to him right and like i think that's what he prefers Even batman it's like oh we could take out the whole mob right here right and, he, and the mobsters themselves like oh we have to worry about you know the batman like mm-hmm. don't and our yeah. money don't worry about the joker he's just he's yeah a, he's, he's just a, a tool like he's a yeah he's just a guy yeah yep. um and it's funny he's got that scene with uh harvey in the hospital where he's telling him about the plans and you know right. people people right. freak out when they're when there's no plan he goes but you can have a bad plan but as long as there's a plan people are okay with it he talks about you know blowing up a, a truckload of of army guys yeah. or yeah. you know killing a random mob boss or, or gangster he's like no one no one would bat an eye it's it's only when there's no plan that people freak out and so i think part of it is yes he's extremely meticulous he's 10 moves ahead of you the entire film i mean you're, you're really trying to figure out what is his actual goal right yeah, now he's the planner yeah, is it the yeah schemer. is there a yeah. goal do you guys uh you guys heard the pat oswald theory about the Joker? No, no, no. Is that he's like his origin is he's a uh, he's military intelligence? Um, yeah. Or um, he's specialized in interrogation. That's why, like in the interrogation room, he was trying to tell Batman how to do it. Mm. It's like you don't hit him in the head; you always hit him somewhere else. Because they get fuzzy, right? Yeah. Right. And, and then, then they, they can't get... feel anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, and then that's he's... a direct quote, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right from yeah, him, like, actually... not even. Yeah, that's worth more than he says. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you see him like kind of like dismantle people before you without even touching them. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like with the cop in the room. It's like hey, yeah. Off, why the fuck was he in the room? Just lock the door. Right. You yeah. don't need to watch him. Yeah. Mirror. Right. Or stand outside the door. Yeah. Stand outside the door. No yeah. one cares. He's right. extremely manipulative. Yeah. That's for right. sure. And then he he breaks down. He knew uh, Gamble in the, in the with the mob collector. Right. Yeah. He would yeah. be the weakest link. Right. Like he, they even said like if like. If there's one weak link, so he took them both out. He took out Gamble and he took out uh, Kim. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like he uh which one is kim oh the uh the account oh lao lao yeah wow that's wow. on me <laughs> that's on me yeah. Kim's not even a Chinese name, not even name. it's Korean it's wow Korean. for the record well excuse Yikes. me well I gotta I apologize so, and we're not gonna I'm gonna take you. some time to reflect yeah gonna... and we're just wow. gonna replace Brian and he, and he... <laughs> you say that now but watch this when when this is out Mikey's gonna yeah. be like I'll take over yeah, yeah. oh man Mind you, yeah he burns Lao Atop yeah, the pile of cash. Yeah. They don't even focus on that, but he de- he definitely he's in the background that... burning him alive. Yeah, yeah he burned yeah, that yeah. guy alive. Yeah. He's in the background while they're the other guy's getting eaten by the dogs. Essentially, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And that's like so with that theory of him being military intelligence. That's why he knows about. That's why he's talking about like the. Uh, I know the squealer. That yeah. guy's a squealer. Exactly. Like, uh, and it's like he's okay. like, oh, that's why the, you know no one cares about like if the soldiers get blown up. And it's like, mm. Because he would have experience thread, with that yeah. happening. So, yeah, yeah, it's a thin thread. A thin thread. But he brand. would have his name on file then. That's the only thing. Well, Somewhere. I mean, unless it's a different person, you'd persona. have to be able to track him somehow. That's true. You know, yeah. to, like you have to put something in the database. Or and he's got because nothing. he's military intelligence, he's blacked out his file at some oh, point because he's he's you know spec ops or something. He yeah. doesn't have a file officially. Yeah. Like he's the number one guy. Yeah. Or or like he was just in a department that you know. Yeah, some guy like, doesn't some, exist. Yeah, some yeah, guy's exactly. doing paperwork at the desk. Turns on the news like, oh, oh I know no, that guy. That's Jeff. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Should I? Call them. Yeah, he's trying to call the yeah. PD. It's like, whole, oh, it's fucking busy. <laughs> what is going on over there? Why, this why is nobody have... by the phone? Just one guy. That's all you yeah. need. One guy. But then, if you watch the movie, everyone's got like Nokia's. So yeah, like, right. They even get the call. <laughs> but no you one... know, they could fall, and that 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 phone will still be intact. Yeah, it's true. Nokia I mean, the iPhone came out in 2007. Why yeah. does nobody have a decent phone in this movie? That's a fact. And yeah. you know, harping on that theory, like. I could see it, considering he is able to manipulate all the henchmen he has in the film are guys that he's he's manipulating yeah, like, himself. Yeah. So they're like not yeah. they're not the strongest of minded people. He's probably right. broken them. I mean, assuming he was military intelligence, you would you, you would break someone down first mm-hmm. and yeah. then offer them some kind of out, uh, you know, to become their friends that they mm-hmm. you can make them do what you want. So yeah. I, that I like the theory. Pat Oswalt always it has some good ones. Also explain why he's got so where everything he does is all game theory. Like yeah. this, like kidnapping them, making them choose, then switching right. the yep. ferry incident. It's all hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a good theory. Pat Oswalt, yeah. shout out. Always could, has yeah, a good solid I, theory. I, I've heard before that you know he was ex-military, military intelligence. I think makes a lot more yeah. sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but you know the whole. I, I just for me, I'm not sure if it enhances or undercuts the character the hypocrisy of i think him being an unknown an unknown entity makes him a whole lot scarier yeah instead of like oh it's just some guy who's sick and tired of his job yeah because then he's not just a person he's a force yeah yeah he's an idea he's a symbol yeah he's a symbol exactly (laughs) he's the same thing that batman is yeah yeah which is what which is what makes um if you there's a youtube channel called lessons from a screenplay Right, and they the dude he literally just analyzes screenplays and mm-hmm. takes like thematic, um, uh, and, and like how a screen, like he talks about how the screenplay translates into what something that would make a movie work. And he's done some great movies. He just did, um, he just did one on Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that dropped before nice. Halloween. Yeah, where he talks about how like the uh, the comedy in the movie and the callback comedy, like how that develops the character mm-hmm. of Shaun of the Dead and how the whole movie revolves around the character of Shaun. And so using comedy to enhance that creates a, a good movie and one of like his most popular upload is on the joker mm-hmm. and it's on how uh the joker in the, I mean, specifically in the dark knight right like how the joker is written is uh someone who challenges batman ideologically mm-hmm. you know not physically and that's and he's like the exact counterpoint and and it becomes uh an idea of like 
he challenge he's he well, he's such a impactful villain he's like you know the most popular villain of all time maybe and that's because he is able to challenge batman on his fundamental ideas and make batman sacrifice what's most important to him right or, or at least question and challenge or go, try most to. Important to yeah, him. go yeah. right up to the edge of his, right his so like what they and and what makes it in the writing is that what makes it goes that they're both they're two people right that uh have opposing interests and they're after the same thing mm-hmm. and the same thing is the soul of gotham city right and uh joker wants to d- wants to dip that soul into chaos so like right. just show that you know gotham is is like you said uh, anthony just it's people you know, like this At gotham is not where people city. Yeah. be selfish exactly this is not it worth just it just eats right. itself instead right. of like yeah. Yeah. right and it's not worth saving for mm-hmm. that reason and batman is of course the opposite that gotham is worth saving and um and that people are are good and and you know that it's worth giving a damn right and so throughout the movie um uh uh, um uh, the joker makes batman like question his own ideas and compromise for example like letting those people die for him uh you know making uh forcing him to come out and and right uh give up the batman and going after harvey dent and uh Mm -hmm. all these things are to like make batman compromise his ideas because if you can make batman compromise then you can make anybody yeah you're that's why like the dent thing is like like dent is the the white knight the uncorruptible uh, symbol of gotham right so like if he could make he's supposed to be the like how batman says he's the best of them he's the best of jim he's the best of batman because they've they've broken in some way that they were hoping that harvey could stand stand strong throughout it but it turns out that Harvey was the weakest one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, it, 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 there was a missing. Ch- there was a chink in the armor right there that right. everyone overlooked, and, right. and except for the Joker, Joker saw that. Which again could yeah. harp on his his yep. previous background. You know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the man's extremely intelligent, and so he he had to disguise his play the whole time as to what it is he was gunning for. But you're right; they have that final scene where Joker's tied up, the fairies don't blow, and I mean, he's literally saying like, "I wasn't going to risk this all." In a fist on a, fight, in a fist fight yeah. with you, like yeah. this, you you complete me. Um, is the other thing. He's like, I don't want to kill you. Like, with, yeah. I need you yep. because yeah. without the two of us, there's no there is no battle for the the soul of Gotham. It's it's just you know one person trying to be you know the the symbol of the city. He goes, but we need each other. He doesn't want to kill Batman. He wants to have a perpetual sort of feud, if you yeah. will. You don't want to kill Batman. You want to beat his idea. Right. Yeah. And if you just kill him... And it's then, over. And it's over, That's right. still one of my favorite uh, yeah. Batman the Animated Series. Killing uh, him won't beat him. There's a there's an episode where, like, some fucking, like, lowlife killed the Batman. Mm. And, like, this guy, like... I think they call him, like, Arthur the Squid. Mm. <laughs> and he's, like, he's just a bumbling idiot. It's, like, he's this guy you would never suspect to be a criminal. Right. Because he's, like, short, fat, bald, kind of like me, but, like, two inches shorter. Mm. But it's always like he's uncoordinated. Like, if you were Danny DeVito, shorter, essentially. Still I'd still tall. be tall, yeah. You're Danny DeVito playing the pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think, just think of like, just think of Frank but from like, Always Sunny. Sunny. Yeah, Always yeah. Sunny, Danny But like, that's yeah. the guy who, like, apparently, who like, the Batman, he's yeah. the one who kills Batman. You know, people aren't seeing it, but you're air quoting when you say yeah. kills the Batman. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Kills, yeah. Um, so he, uh, so the Joker kind of like, his gang pulls him in, like, oh, mm. come here, like, because he, the guy got a reputation as the guy who iced the bat. And the Joker pulls him in, he's like, so you're the guy who killed Batman. You know you're part of my crew. Congratulations! And they bring him into like a, I guess an acid refinery, whatever mm. they have in Gotham. I don't know. This random factor. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. With all these weird like 
Water supply is very vulnerable. Most industrial city yeah. in America. Yeah. No one has a job. There. Yeah. Apparently, it's the economy automated. is struggling. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. That... So they they bring him in, and then Joker has this makeshift eulogy for the Batman, and he just rips into this guy, hmm. and he's like, he's like, and you could see, you could hear in the performance from Mark Hamill, that was like. He never ever wanted to kill Batman. He right. wanted to do this forever until mm. they both died together. Mm. And he like it's and it like it's a really great monologue. Uh, it's up on YouTube. I'll show you guys after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like in uh, the Killing Joke where they were saying like you know we we're destined to do this forever. Mm-hmm. Like we never like. But when they go like one of us is gonna have to die. Yeah. It's like no, we're just gonna keep on going forever yeah, until right. it's. You know, so we're both dead. Yeah, that's where the insanity of the Joker comes in. Yeah. Thinking that that would, you know, that, 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 that they can just keep doing this forever. For forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but Joker always knows he'll never win physically against Batman. Yeah, but that's not, that's never where the battle is. No. You it's, know, always, it's always ideologically, yeah. which is why killing him wouldn't do anything because it's the idea that mm-hmm. you're trying to combat. Yep. Um, like, like, and to go just with uh, the theme of the film, they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, he makes Batman. It's not just, you know, making him make choices. He also makes him question his own altruism throughout, yeah. you know, what he, why is he doing this? Why is he, you know, Gotham's defender, essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, and he pretty much gets him to the point where he's going to hand over, or he thinks yeah. he's going to hand over the reins. I yeah. mean, um, he, he pushes him that far where he's ready to almost give it up um, simply because, you know, he, he's got him questioning himself so hard. You know, am I... Gotham's protector. You're, Why so, am I doing this? You're supposed to be doing this to help people, but people are dying because you're Batman. Right. Yeah. And Michael Caine said, "You must endure." Yeah. You must, endure. You must endure. Master, we Wayne. burn the forest down. <laughs> um, look, How did you stop? Even, uh, <laughs> and actually, I just forgot. The brother eye is like a big part of the of the video that from Lesson of Smeema because it's Batman compromising to the highest degree right which is like impinging on people's freedom yeah um and it's sort of like you, you it's sort of yeah living long being the hero long enough to become the villain mm-hmm. you know and um and it sort of it sort of shows like you trying to uphold this society and 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 pitch it together is the problem you know right. yep. um yeah but then the end batman ends up winning because people are not inherently evil is what batman are batman yeah. is trying to, to say like no matter who they are, they know. Like uh, when uh, when Zeus from No Holds Barred goes up to the yeah. the, the warden, I guess, and's yeah. like, "We should have been dead ten minutes ago." Like right. they, he he realized his own mortality. I guess mortality and what he's did is like we had our chance, we blew it. Right. And while the other people who weren't uh, criminals, the oh, civilians, did they say ten thousand in each? Ferry? There's no. There's way no way that happened. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't catch the number yeah. on it, but it's it is a strange. Sort of, yeah. They like really inflated those numbers. It. Yeah, there's no way. That's the like, Staten Island. You make it sound like all for, Gotham. For, for anyone that fairies. doesn't that isn't familiar with those ferries, that's the Staten Island ferry they yeah. film in that scene. Yeah. It does not fit ten thousand no. people. Because they're like, no. it's like there's like thirty million people in Gotham. Like, is there? <laughs> it's like really? thirty million people in like three states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. only eight million in New York for yeah, reference. exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. For anyone uh, listening that's not in New York City, yeah, just no, to kind of give you a reference. That's well, Australian listeners. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. shout out to uh, England. Yeah, yeah, we got big we got, ups in England. We got some English, uh, some English followers. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. And also Australia uh, listens to us too. Yeah, Stry- we're, big, yeah. we're big in, in Australia. We're, we're big everywhere else. <laughs> everywhere but uh, here. Yeah, yeah. but it's, shout uh, out North Korea. Like what's the well, name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DMZ baby. Kim After John a long day on the field, they man. just they just turn on turn on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify. He likes his movies, I hear. So it's possible. They want to hear the Monster Squad review. Yeah, no, not at all. But. 
I think yeah. What what city do you think Gotham is in this movie? I always thought oh, it was Chicago. Detroit. It's Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And this one, so in this, it, it's funny oh, because oh, where they filmed or where the, what no, it actually like, represents. What Gotham? What you think is? Yeah. <sighs> you know, it's it's weird. I I they try and piece together these hodgepodges of cities in different scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Chicago with the bridges, or I think there's even one or two with Pittsburgh in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then you've got obviously New York as as the theme. You know throughout because the opening shot looks like something out of uh ferris bueller's day off right yeah you know? yeah <laughs> to be honest i mean i think they this is like a i think a miss on on the part of of them for the film where they try and create this concept of like this dark city but there's never really there's no city in the u.s that's ever kind of been like that new york's mm-hmm. had its bad days but it didn't look like that it was no. i mean you still had wall street you still have all that there's no the there's no these dark alleys and whatnot that you see um or, or grime. There's just kind yeah. of grime everywhere and poverty throughout. But you can't really have a city like that. Yeah, like even, like if like if you're saying Detroit, like Detroit, yeah, it's on hard times, but it's empty. Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's no just like no one there. there's no like roving. Like, I mean, there might be gangs, but there's not like roving mafia just like sitting in an underground Italian restaurant. Like yeah. this is the life. Like, yeah, no, it's, yeah, 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 it's just it's like it's like either a burnt out ghost town mm-hmm. or a sprawling metropolis. And mm-hmm. I guess they they tried doing that in pieces. And I know in that me- begins they had the narrows yeah which i think right. that's like that's like all right this is our like the projects yeah. and then you have uh and then they even made re- reference to is like when wayne manners in gotham like it's it's like right. it's, it's in like, the palisades it's kind of up north it's like that's like saying yonkers is part of new right. york city yeah right you know it's 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 a weird like it, it's if you drew it on a map gotham would probably look like it looked like a circle of Manhattan. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's by water. It has some things on it. And it, cuts, and it cuts off, too. Um, yeah, yeah. And you see that in, in Dark Knight Rises. They kind of just cut mm-hmm. it off. Cause yeah, that, almost like it's an island. Yeah, yeah that yeah. scene towards the end where he's flying the bomb away and rises, they cut it off. There's a power plant that they show there, and that's right at, like, 59th Street or something in Manhattan. So it's like they, they cut off everything above that. Yeah. <laughs> they threw in some other boroughs and combined it. It's weird. Yeah, it's they, weird. It's, it's definitely like, a, yeah, you a take hodgepodge. It, you take yeah. your piece, like, you take, like, uh, I guess by like the like Sears Tower yep. and uh, by the waterfront in Chicago, you take Pittsburgh's like Three Rivers mm-hmm. to, to get the like those those really awesome bridges that they have. Yep. Uh, you take, you know, like probably like south like like south uh, Manhattan. Southern tip of Manhattan because yeah. they got the stock exchange. Yeah, and all that. yeah and then, exactly. And then like you, uh, I think the underground tunnels is like that's like a Boston thing. It's also oh. maybe it's a Chicago thing too. Mm. But like yeah, it's like it's weird. Right. So it's a weird location, and I think that's like that benefits. D- it's a DC thing because they don't yeah. use like yeah. real places. It's a fictitious city. Yeah, yeah. they so, create. They do a good job at creating sort of this Gotham, if you will, yeah. And, yeah. and you can't really. You're trying to like naturally you want to kind of attribute it to something, but you can't. They, yeah. they, right. They mix it all together. Yeah, like um, yeah, because naturally you want to because other movies do that. Like if you watch like. Spider-Man 2, like, that's a, a New York movie. Oh, yeah. You know, or Sharknado 2. Sharknado um, 2, definitely. <laughs> Sharknado. You could, you could get yeah. to the get the city field from Midtown Manhattan in six minutes. Right. <laughs> like, watch, like, The Departed and get an idea of what Boston, Boston is. You right. watch Rocky and get an idea of what Philly is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Philly's just two streets. Yeah, essentially. But <laughs> yeah. these are movies that are, like, the mo- the city that you're in is, is a character. Right. You yep. know? But with Gotham, because it's a fictitious city, you know, it gives them the opportunity to, like, create its own character, but it's so... Do you think uh, which Gotham? Like it's a hodgepodge. Which Gotham do you think is the better Gotham? Like the Burton one, the uh, Schumacher one, the Nolan one, and I'm not even going to consider the Snyder one because you can see it well, like two at, seconds. We've barely been in Gotham yeah. there. Um, so out of those three, it's hard. Which to... one do you think has a more of a character? 
I would say that the Burton one has the most character to it. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, the, the it, everything, it's always dark. Yeah. You know, the, like the... It's a million feet high. <laughs> yeah, it's a million feet high. The streets are like, they're, it, it, you can, I can picture it from the outside. You right. know what I mean? I could see like what, what that Gotham looks like. There's a cloud of like fog, like, like beneath. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, like half a cutting to half like the The smokestacks go up. Yeah. That's why the buildings yeah. have to be so high yeah. to be on the smokestack. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a gargoyle in every uh, <laughs> uh, building. At, at that, like, I, I can see that Gotham. It's a mighty you know? fine building you got here. Let's put some cigars. Yeah, yeah. It'd, <laughs> yeah, it'd be a shame if somebody were to put gothic architecture on. Maybe like six gargoyles on yeah. this one side. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that one, I think, set the example because the Batman Begins Gotham um, is totally different than. Yeah, than the Dark Knight Gotham. Than yeah. the Dark Knight Gotham. Yeah. Those are, I mean, supposedly it's the same time frame, but those are two totally different it's cities. It's like a year apart. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're. they're even the the main building, the where the the water main is is housed, like that's yeah. that concept you don't see ever again because that that mm-hmm. one harps on like you're saying, you know, you've got your layer of smog, it's like some uh, fifth element type stuff. Yeah, you've yeah. got the underground civilization, and you have the tall buildings up top, and everything's right. dark in that one. Right, um, it's almost like you're in Final Fantasy VII. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're in Final Fantasy VII with that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, like that first couple episodes, yeah. and yeah, it was like they were emulating the previous sort of depiction of Gotham, and then obviously Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Those totally different yeah. kind of depictions of what the city is now. Whether or not they're trying to say like things have gotten better, I don't know. But I definitely think that darker kind of, you know, atmosphere or environment is sort of like your traditional Batman Gotham. Whether or not it's any worse, better, I mean, it it plays into the movie in different ways. Because it's kind of lighter in Dark Knight, you're able to focus more on the Joker instead of things like, oh, well, things are always just bad. Right. You know, how's this guy any different? Um do you think like the reason why it's like brighter and the, and it's like nicer buildings is that like oh, this is the the and with the Joker did in his uh with, with what we were saying before is like do you think that like, it's a facade like this is just a lie like you're just putting on this fancy makeup mm-hmm. to like say like oh we're better now but underneath you're still a piece of shit I I think that if I think you, that's that's part of it I think if it was the Palisades like in part one no right. one would think Gotham was worth saving right yeah you know? but if you, <laughs> yeah. if you say like it's a just year from fucking now, like. Yeah. Uh, plastic rooftops, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Slums. But if you yeah, slow, slums, if you throw yeah. Harvey Dent on like a press conference in like a nice metropolitan area uh, during the day, then it kind of shows like there's a bright side, or like it kind of makes the place a little more hopeful. There's something worth seeing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, it also doesn't have that set feel. Like the got like Batman Begins yeah. felt like it's on a movie set. Yeah, this felt like yeah. it's organic. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's true too. A lot less animation of like the scenes and everything. Yeah, for sure. yeah, definitely. Um, Anthony, what so like from a you know obviously the characterization of the Joker and everything. Uh, why, why don't we get into that fairy scene? That, sure thing. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned that it's game theory, mm-hmm. right? Specifically the the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. All right. So break it down for us. Sure thing. So for anyone unfamiliar with game theory and sort of the the concept, this is a shout out to John Nash, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful mind. Jay also, Nash, baby. Also Nash. A, uh, a great movie out there, but. Uh, <laughs> focus of his work essentially was game theory and trying to predict people's behavior which is really what the joker is doing he's trying to shape everyone's movements and and sort of come to this conclusion for the city but real simple prisoners dilemma you got two guys arrested for a crime they're in separate interrogation rooms obviously they're pitted with a choice they can rat on their buddy or not say anything so confess or not confess and the times are going to be different right if you 
choose to confess, you're normally offered a deal by the police, so your incentive is to confess. If they both do that, they're going to do some jail time, not as much as they would have if one guy confesses and the other doesn't. Anywho, to break it down for the ferry scene, ideally the concept here would be that in order to save themselves, someone should pull the trigger in this scenario. Someone should detonate the bomb, whether it's the prisoners or whether it's the civilians, in order to save themselves. And in a Nash scenario, they probably would both pull the trigger somehow yeah. at the same time and both kill each other, which would prove Joker's point that whether they're criminals or whether they're you know everyday people who are supposedly good at heart, they're selfish and just want to want to you know look out for themselves. Yeah. Um, ultimately, that's not what ends up happening. No one pulls the trigger. In fact, one guy um, who I now follow on Instagram, I forget his name, the president from Fifth Element. Oh, Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, Tiny Zeus Lister. He actually throws out the trigger. He removes yeah. the the uh, trigger from the equation entirely, yeah. Yeah. thus eliminating his option for a choice. Um, which is, you know... Or he makes his choice. Yeah. He makes his choice, yeah. yeah. Which, in a game theory scenario, would you would say is totally irrational, but that shows the human side to people. It proves Batman is right, Joker is wrong, that not everyone is evil, and that's sort of the, the argument that they're having up while he's tied up um, in that building right there is like, what'd you think, the, you know, people would turn on themselves? And he's like, well, I, I wouldn't risk this all, so that's why he had to have an ace in the hole. Yeah in Harvey Dent because, yeah, th- there is a chance that not everyone is as evil as he thinks. Right, but if you can prove that the best one's evil, right. then... Right. That was know. the backup plan. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, I think it would have been way worse if these people on the ferry had blown each other up, but ultimately, that one was left up to chance, yeah. whereas on a one-on-one scenario, you know, Joker is extremely good at manipulating people, and he finds the way to manipulate Harvey Dent, you know, in ways that were unimaginable, and he does it without anyone suspecting it either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, that's, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, because the whole thing with the game theory is that if neither person squeals, then the cops don't have anything. Right. And they could both get Ideally, off. yeah, that yeah. you would you would only do that choice if you knew you were going to be working with that person yeah, again in exactly. game theory. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. have to, and you, the only reason you wouldn't squeal is if you know the other guy won't squeal either. Right. But you can't, like, the idea is that you can't yeah, put you're your separated, faith in somebody you know, right. like that. Yeah. yeah. You can't put your faith in stuff, yeah. and you trust and, somebody else to look out for you, so and, you're not going to look out for yourself. And was the Joker yourself. cut off? He cut off communications between the ships. Yeah. Yep. He uh, he controlled the. He said that he was he was looking at them, so he was controlling their movement. Mm-hmm. You know, he he uh, he played it out to make them think they were all alone. Mm-hmm. So like the um, the fear of the unknown took over, and you could see it in everyone's face. You could see it in the cops, the cop, the guy with the like amazing voice. Yeah. Who was on the boat just happened to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's he what's he up to? Like he, that guy's just like going around, is he going to like record like a a voiceover session? Because that's just some weird shit. That's what he's on his way over to do. Like, everyone else is like, Yeah man, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like And even the army guy too. Yeah. Um he he looks scared shitless, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like the the civilians went to a vote mm-hmm. while the prisoners just like were just sitting there like yeah, we should we shouldn't do it. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of like they they uh, the pr- the prison guards kept them out yeah. of the of the say, so it didn't matter what they said. Right. While the uh, the civilians, everyone had like it was like, I guess it like well, what is it like a hundred and sixty four, four and a hundred ninety three against. No, it was like three hundred. Yeah, the three hundred something four. Yeah, and like a hundred fifty something against. But like, what is it? That's actually overwhelmingly they, can, they, they wanted got, to kill wait, hold on. the other one. So they got a whole boat to do a vote 
and counted the votes wait, wait, wait. in if under there, 60 minutes. If there is a vote, wait a minute, that tells us how many there are. That means there's only about 600 people. Right. Like no, I'm saying, like, the so they, did, they took a 600-people vote, and they counted it in, in, in under an hour. miraculous in amount of time. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a couple scenes in a movie that, like, <laughs> like, you're just like, this is not feasible. It's like, okay, right. like, the suspension of disbelief takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you're yeah. so caught up in the scene that you yeah, just kind of, like, about you that. shrug it off. Yeah. You just kind of let it go because it's not really the focus. But mm-hmm. that's one of those things, as you watch more... Like these numbers, one don't make sense. Yeah. Two, this time yeah. limit. It would have been funnier if they had just direct communication with the joke. And it's like, hey man, we're gonna need like five minutes yeah. more. We're trying to go over these votes, <laughs> man. I can't read this handwriting. Listen, I <laughs> yeah. want to work with you. I want to figure this out. To... Yeah, it's, that, it's so mean... funny. While they're counting, the other one pulls the trigger. And just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just not only that, why is there such a long time limit? Like, if you're yeah. trying to create urgency, if you will, or, or add to the chaos, yeah. give them five minutes to decide. You know. Yeah. Um, well, I think in five, I think you know what it is. I think you have to make them go through the process of like everybody like questioning themselves questioning the other group and stuff yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, no yeah because the longer you wait the harder it is because it's like just like you're sitting and waiting for your own demise mm-hmm Longer, uh, <laughs> I find normally the the longer you wait for something is the less likely you end up doing something. And that's so I, true. I think yeah. in this case that maybe that like, was part of the miscalculation. Maybe that's you know written in where like yeah he gives them so much time they decide neither one's going to do anything. Yeah. Well, I think is, each one of his each one of his like big uh, big games. events. Yeah, his, each one of his games he gave a time limit. Mm-hmm. It's like you know with the Rachel and <laughs> and Harvey. It's like you have like five minutes to get where across town. So do you think that he? knew that Batman would go after Rachel and that's yes. why he switched them? Yeah. So 100%. do you think he knew that Batman was Bruce Wayne or did he, he just thought Batman liked Rachel? Batman, because he's even mentioned it when they when were in the interrogation. The... He's like, the way you threw yourself after her. Yeah. I thought you were Harvey Dent. Yeah. But then you showed up again so obviously you're an ex-boyfriend. So, <laughs> I'll fuck with you now. Mm. Like, yeah. Because he knew his weakness. He found his weakness. Yeah. He's on to him and he forces him to choose, you know, do you save the White Knight or do you make the ultimate, well, second ultimate sacrifice of, of sacrificing a person you love yeah. and he just to it. save like, do you, just to Do you save help Gotham. yourself or do you help the city? Yeah, and he sort of punished him for helping himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big time. Big yeah. time. Um, yeah, because I even think Batman knew he's like, that was the self, most selfish move I made to go after, like, to think of going after Rachel. Right. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, because if you took out the White Knight, I mean, at least he would have been a martyr. Right. You know? Uh, people would have definitely turned on Batman then, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Um, the first time you guys watched it, did you think Gordon died? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think... I, I was totally... I remember watching the film and being like, oh, snap, Gordon's alive. Like, I, I remember, yeah. Yeah. you know, seeing him I, there, and I was like, oh. Like, because at that point, you don't have... I mean, we only had one movie before. He was... Uh, okay character and then right. there's this no one, DC slate that pops up like five years before the movie comes yeah right, right. it's it's sort of like I mean looking at it back when I, I first watched the film you know it's kind of just like alright man like Gordon died like that's really sad yeah. like you feel I mean you feel the loss but you're not I mean there's no real hints or anything I would say that you know it's like you go like, like this is a bold move made by a bold movie you know? right yeah like, this movie's different enough like in conventional he's out yeah, more yeah than Gordon's out cons- yeah exactly yeah. except he's not except he's not except he's not he comes yeah. back and you're like oh th- thank god yeah. like cool I'm, I'm happy they kept him in the universe but yeah no I, I thought he was I remember seeing the film and I was like oh man they offed him Jesus mm-hmm. he saved him he sacrificed himself <laughs> yeah see so that so the reason I ask is because it kind of goes into my whole thing of um of the Joker's plan right so I think like I said before in the, earlier in the, in the show, uh, Heath Ledger deserves every bit of praise that he gets for his portrayal of the Joker. Right. I think the Joker gets a little too much praise 
because I'll, I'll say this. So, the only reason they caught Joker is because he didn't expect Gordon to be alive and in that truck, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then, when he's in there, he somehow gets another prisoner to be thrown into a cell at major crimes, you know, at the same time, right? You know, um, and then he happens to get, you know, and, and, yeah. then, he, and then you know that that whole stage thing. So he staged all that stuff, right? But up until Gordon. Like none, no, but he didn't know Gordon was alive. So how could he have expected to have gotten captured? You right. know, like he planned to get captured, but how could he have been planning to be captured? He you, had the upper hand on the on Do you Batman. think he had like an a, like an A and B team where the A team went to go after uh, Dent, thinking like, okay, so here's one scenario: if ben, Dent turns out not to be Batman and I get captured, send this guy in. So like if I if I'm arrested because they'll definitely make the news like right because that's a big event like, Joker's, Joker's Joker's been arrested yeah so send in you know Skippy with his fucking cell phone <laughs> cell phone bomb yeah Jesus like, put him in there like who um, convince that guy <laughs> you know like yeah like like he has these other wheels moving like so it's like uh so yeah so if the A plan doesn't work send the B plan in send the C plan in send the Maybe. D plan in it's, so the, uh, the yeah. A plan is what him catching Dent him catching Dent and killing him and killing him if, yeah if he gets captured this is what happened or if he gets killed this is what happened mm-hmm. or if he you know but yeah. if his if his plan is to kill Dent right mm-hmm. and everyone thinks Dent is Batman right right then wouldn't he be doing the thing he didn't want to do which is kill Batman yeah right? but he'll just maybe but he'll just move along like, right but I, he doesn't have to kill Batman I, you know, he if he catches, you know what I mean. His whole thing's right. like, oh, I don't want to cat, I don't want to kill you, Batman. I want to show you that this world is blah blah blah. Right. But if Dent's Batman and he's trying to kill Dent, then maybe he, knew or maybe he just wants to capture him, or maybe he's trying to push it to the limits to prove. I mean, realistically, I mean, Harvey Dent comes out and says he's Batman in a press conference. Or maybe is it believable? He looked at Batman's chin and said, "Yeah, you're not Harvey Dent." Right? Yeah, because that's the other possibility. Yeah, that's all it really that, like, takes. That's all it really yeah, takes. Yeah, like yeah. the little butt chin there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, big chin guard guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> chin guard Batman's a dope. Guard, yeah. I, love I would that say one. yeah. There's a couple possibilities. One is you're right. His plan doesn't make sense in the sense of you know if he really doesn't want to kill Batman, like why is he trying so hard to kill him? Two, maybe he has his suspicions that that's not really. Harvey's not actually Batman, and he knows he's got to push everything to the red line. If he's gonna lure out the actual Batman, um, okay. But this, then he does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the act. Then he catch. He then he lures out the actual Batman. He actually catches him. He's got the drop on him. Right? Mm-hmm. And then his plan is completely thrown. What would he do then? If Gordon wasn't there, what would he have done? Well, I think another cop would have done it. But he didn't expect uh, that to happen. No. You know what I mean? Maybe he. I think it's if if nothing maybe he unexpected takes, happens. Maybe he takes Batman out and parades him in front of the town like this is your hero. This maybe. Is yeah, him. maybe. Like yeah. he's just a man. He's nothing. Like who yeah. knows? Like let's get Christopher Nolan in. Let's right. Right. Well, that's my that's, that's my point though. Right? Is that like the plan? Like everything everything that's going to plan. Everything he did was planned, but. Mm-hmm. You can't really see it. Ha- it something's just happened by chance. Suspension, you know. Just... So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's like everything just kind of like oh, okay, that that goes right. There. And there's stuff earlier too. Like, how did he show up to that mob? The the meeting where he does the pencil trick, right? Right, which is oh, that one. That was my favorite. Right. I mean, what a way to cement your yeah. character, like show these guys uh, who you are. But like, how did he? How did, how did he end up there? I uh, maybe he knew. That's what I'm saying. Like, how he would he? How he would he know something like that? Yeah. Who's how, what kind of leak does he have in, in every single mob? 
family to know that they're making this meeting here. The cops will know about it. Batman doesn't know about it. It's this top yeah. secret. It's just he them. just shows up that yeah. he's there. I yeah. think I think that one's more believable just because he has so many weird henchmen that he's recruiting at that time. Like maybe he's the guy who sold them that, 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 that TV. He's like, all right, it's the last one in town. How did they? Where yeah, that that was jarring. That's <laughs> <laughs> seeing that TV there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another thing. How did nobody notice in this? Uh... Oh, first of all. You're telling me the Joker is going to take that shot on the mayor himself? You know, like, he, or why wouldn't he send somebody to do that for him? Two, you tell me nobody in the parade noticed that a guy's got scars on his face? You know? <laughs> one of the cops so randomly the, uh, shows up. Well, no, when you're, when you're in that parade formation, depending on where you're in, so you could be, like, the way, I think the way that is, he probably came in, he was sandwiched by his guys, and then when they turned, it's That's he's still you covered. Yep. So it's like it's like a certain. So how do you infiltrate the line then? You, you know, kidnap like, those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tied them up. And those guys are uh, those yeah. guys are so like. They took your uniforms. So, yeah, I guess. And you keep your head down. Yeah. You're not really supposed to have your head up in that time. So you're supposed to have your head down. Mm. Um, okay, so we're about 50 minutes in. You guys want to talk about performances instead yeah. of yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll give it performances 100. percent Christian Bale is Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Uh, I think he. Scale of one to ten, I give him an eight out of ten. Uh, <laughs> I think he captures the duality of the character well. Yeah. Um, someone who who I, I like the way that his whole Playboy persona right. um, is, you know, very very calculated and. Um, and this one, he does a great job, kind of showing it off, like the both sides of Bruce Wayne living it up, coming up with a different different yeah. honey every every time yeah. party. Yeah. You know, uh, I like the spite that he can show kind of his like spitefulness and immaturity through that, like canceling Man the petty, yeah, the pettiness, yeah, exactly, yeah. like capture, like uh, canceling the um, the ballet, the ballet yeah. to like you know to take all the girls out just so that you know Dent couldn't go with him, or um, all like the little like snide like petty comments that he makes towards uh, uh, Dent, and uh, and also um, when he throws himself. How his Lamborghini in yeah. the way, and like he's like, oh, there's somebody in the van. Like, he which, does a good job. Which flex do you think was better? Him going into the uh, the restaurant and like saying, oh, let's put these tables together. It's like, nah, I own the place. I own yeah. the place. Or now. after uh, Dent just said it took me three weeks to get yeah. this spot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like when he when he walks into his uh, his own his own apartment from a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like which flex do you think was like the toughest one? Like, yeah, that, those were both those were both big flexes. I think I think the restaurant flex. one was the best one. I, I, like, that I one. like him falling asleep during his board meeting. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty... a strong flex. Uh, yeah, this dude's yeah. power knocked move. out. That was a big power move. See, I, I I find it weird because you you with Bruce with his Bruce Wayne, and it might be the writing. It's definitely not the acting because I think the acting was very well done. Yeah, and Christian Bale is. You know, it's a, it's a, he's one of my favorite actors. Mm. I think he, you know, he gets a bad reputation for having being so passionate about his roles. Yeah. Um, but like, you get uh, was it as Bruce Wayne? Like he's like, all right, he's three steps ahead of this uh, loud deal, but yet he doesn't when he's a uh, he doesn't like uh, his detective work is a little sloppy. Mm. It's like, why aren't you like a better detective? Like mm-hmm. that's one of Batman's. Well, I think that always takes a backseat in the Nolan films, the right. detective side of Batman. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He like he, Nolan goes out of his way to make him definitely not a cop. He's yeah. not a detective. Yeah, um, he's definitely a, a playboy millionaire who is also a vigilante yeah. by night, essentially. Yeah, like he's definitely he, he's he, got resources. He's calculated yeah. and he's yeah. resourceful, no, yeah. but he's he's definitely not. not yeah, a but cop. like I, I feel like he shows flashes of being the world's greatest detective. Yeah, and then like there's other points where you're like. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think of that? Like, why would you Why would you go up to a window with a fucking scope? Right. It's like, you should know and that, a like... And a timer. And yeah. a time, like, like, even, like, it's a weird scope next to a mm-hmm. window. It's like, 
I'm gonna just. You know, there's no gun attached to it. What do you think's gonna happen here? Yeah. You had a bunch of hostages. You got like six guys in underwear. It's like, it's not like he's fucking bird watching. Yeah, yeah. And even being naive about, you know, um, when he when he's learning about obviously um wow joker totally, no 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 um totally blanked right there on the name jesus Mahoney. alfred oh, alfred oh, being alfred. In, in burma right um he's like well why were why were they stealing the jewels it's like dude don't you get it like the yeah. guy w- was just doing it for fun for sport yeah. are you not he catching al- the metaphor here? yeah <laughs> he, also, he also said like criminals are easy to understand it's yeah like, no they're not not no, really not. it's like you're he's still i still like they have like flashes of batman year one in this and then yeah. also like Dark Knight Returns, Batman. It's like, yep. Like, all right. Like, you only know two stories. Of well, Batman. he gets outsmarted like crazy in both movies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> multiple times. Multiple yeah. times. Multiple you know, times. Um, even the whole Rachel thing, he got outsmarted like shit. Yeah, because he he like yeah, he, he was more emotionally driven yeah. in this than he was when he's more like analytically driven. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what would you say? What do you what do you not like about this movie, Anthony? <sighs> Something I don't. Let's see. Things that I don't like in the film. Um. I would say the biggest is, I, in terms of like the, some of the action scenes and stuff, I wish there was yeah. more screen time for the Joker um, for some of the action stuff. Just because, for example, when, when Batman's flying at him and he's about to hit him and he wants to be hit, you truly get to see someone like Heath Ledger's acting right there where he's talking to himself, like, hit me, hit me, hit yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and the more you watch that scene, like the more you watch, you see like little ticks that he's doing while saying it right. that you don't see during the first time. You just see a guy, you know, shooting a gun and saying, hit me. Um... I wish there was more close-up time with the Joker. Then again, this is Batman. This isn't a Joker film, so I, I get that. That's something I would say is... Well, the rule of a Batman movie is actually spend as little time possible with Batman... Right. ...to make the villain more, you know, powerful. Right. Um, I think the next best scene there where it's like, all right, cool, like, there should be more of this is Joker um, with Gamble. When he's, mm-hmm. when he's up close and he's doing the whole twitching his head and everything mm-hmm. another great scene where like Heath Ledger displays his acting so 10 out of 10 for his performance oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I wanted more scenes like that more mm-hmm. scenes in that in the film um, with the more that show like really the nuance that he's with. yeah like the Two-Face scene was another good one yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. you know what's funny I don't know if any, um, one of my favorite Joker scenes is actually the intro mm-hmm. yeah oh, with the bank robbery the yeah, bank yeah, robbery yeah, yeah. and it's like and I and now I, I got to see it because I was you know right in front of my face mm-hmm. um when he's putting the grenades in people's hands, and you could kind of see, like, he goes up to, like, a security guard. He just kind of shoves it in the hand. And he goes up to, like, a lady. He puts it in the hand gently, and he taps her on the shoulder. And it's like, you kind of see, like, that's a weird move. <laughs> it's like, is he, like, saying, like, no, don't worry. It'll be fine, because it's just a smoke grenade. Or, or it's like, like... Or is he, it's like... It's like, I'm fucking with you. Like, I think, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, he's jokingly, he like, like hey. being polite. You know, yeah. like, um, he does that a couple times, I feel like. And then, like, is it, he count when, like, the guy, like, he goes, oh, is he out? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, I'm gonna kill you anyway. Might as well, like, just like, use, sacrifice like, you using him to get the extra shell out, so he yeah. actually will be out. Exactly, yeah. 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 So, like, he kind of, like... And, like, when when I first saw that in the movie theater, I was like, oh, that's a badass intro. Yeah. Like, that's, that was like, dope. That's, like, the best intro I've ever seen of a character. And it's like, and then when I watch it again, I'm like, oh man, there's so many smaller things going on. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch it, like especially with the like the the gamble scene, like my also another one of my favorite is that the mobster uh, family dinner when he's like when they're kind of talking to him, he's does like the small talk, like the like the tiny like he's like um like he goes uh when Eric Roberts says he has a cheap suit, he's like, nah, it's not cheap. You should yeah, know you, you bought it. You should know you bought it. it. Yeah. And then Gamble's like, you could think you could just walk in here and take all of our money. But he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I love when he does that. Like just like these small things. It's like, 
It's like you wouldn't expect him to say like if you caught it real quick you'd laugh at it. Right. It's like yeah, that's the joke. That's a Joker move right there. It like, is. It is. Like when uh, like when, <laughs> when, well, first of all, I thought it was ridiculous that when he was dressed up as the nurse, right. Harvey didn't recognize him until he pulled the mask down. <laughs> Despite him still having like, the Joker face paint on, right? You know? so but who thing, is this guy? Yeah, yeah. But when he pulls it down, he just goes, it's just gonna be like, like the ill, like shot. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is awkward. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is awkward kind of smile, like hi. You know? Or when um, they leave him in the interrogation room with that with the cop, and he like manipulates him into attacking yep. him. Right. He just goes like, "How many am I? Am I your guys that I killed? Like, six." He goes like, yeah, he knows he knows exactly what to say to kind of get under under your skin. He yeah. does it really well yeah. with that yeah. guy. It's pretty funny. Um, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like I dislike about the film. I think I don't like the Krav Maga that um, Batman's doing. You know, the whole like keep his hands like by yeah, his elbow. Like I think that's that's very early 2000s fighting. That's yeah, like, more yeah. identity fighting. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a big trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's a little bit more. That's a little bit more open scale, a little right. bit more like, uh, like I get it. Like you want it to be like a very efficient fighter, right. so like you know he's gonna keep the flashy shit out because he's just trying to put people down. But it's not fun to watch. No, you know, <laughs> no, it's also I mean it's not necessarily realistic too. But yeah, it's, yeah, also, right. it's also shot very darkly and yeah. cut very quickly. So yeah. it's like, all right, like it's tough. Like like the one thing that Snyder Batman has over him mm, is, is that he fights that like a, a fucking fighter. animal. Yeah, that guy's a fighter. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's the because one thing they I also probably just like pasted Ben Affleck's body over, like, the Arkham fights. Right, like, yeah, so, like, essentially, yeah. Yeah. I would say the other thing, and I, I know I was mentioning this to you, is there's mm-hmm. some subtle, like, quirks that, like, just don't make sense. For example... Yeah, like, when, what, what were they? Um, like, when they're offing the, the police commissioner with the, I guess it's hydrochloric acid or sulfuric oh, yeah, acid yeah. in his whiskey or whatever, like... One, you're telling me that they guy they managed to replace this bottle that this guy just keeps hitting there the whole time with acid and no one noticed, but two... No one noticed the glass smoking when they yeah, first pour right. the cup. Like, yeah. it's clearly smoking afterwards. The, 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 real, yeah. the real villain is the cleaning lady. She yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. gloves, throw them in bowls. Lucia just like... Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I mean, that part was just like, all right, I, I guess you could pull yeah. this off, but... Well, everybody will believe you if you say you're a cop. Right. Like, like, oh, don't just come with us. You're in danger. You know, you go in this car, you know, just drive here. You know, or like, uh, hey, just you know, when that when the police patrol moves away, just go to this place, you right. know, you'll be fine. Yeah, you know, just like get into this car. It's all it's good. Like we don't even know where you're going. This yeah, tell everyone you where you're does going. Like, walk into any car if you say you're a cop. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then the um the the judge that gets bombed in her car. That's like, what with I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, with the look, just look up. Like, yeah, what's she looking up at? Right. How is there like? <laughs> you put the bomb in the room. I like that. You, <laughs> I I thought it was funny because that's. Because, no, the guy said, like, this will tell you where you're going, mm. and where you're going is up, and it got blown oh. up. Like, so she looked up thinking, like, what? Oh, that makes but, like, more sense. But, like, it actually, like, it's a joke oh. to the whole yeah. exploding. Yeah, blown up. Yeah. It's like, it's, it goes up, pointed down, like, you're going to blow up in yeah. two seconds. Right, right. Oh, it's, it's more of a play on the word up right. than it is actually a location. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no. I, I like that Um, in the first, uh, like, the first scene with Gordon, he's by the bat sign, mm. and uh, Ramirez shows up, and he's like, oh, you're, you know, you're late. He was like, oh, my mom's, I, I, you're like, yeah. oh, you're like, don't you gotta take care of your mom? She's back in the hospital. Oh, yeah, they, and plant, that's like, they plant them seeds. Yeah, real oh, yeah. early on, yeah. yeah. And, like, you kind of see the look on her face is always guilt. Yeah. You know? She's Every, always, like, guilt. slumped shoulders. Yeah, just like, oh, I need you to go this way. I, I, also, <sighs> like, I also like that they made up uh, Ramirez and, and Wirtz instead of doing the, the normal thing, which would have been Bullock, Bullock. And, and Montoya. Make it, yeah, make it Bullock and Montoya. Yeah, because those guys are, they're uncorruptible as well. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like, 
while they're on the take. Right. When you have this guy where it's who like, oh, that fucking... He's that dirt. guy. He's 20 years of dirt right there. Right. And you then just like, look at him and see. Ramirez yeah. is obviously like someone who's been put upon. Like, she has like an unfortunate yeah. situation. Yeah. Yep. I do like that, you know, um, Dent mentioned several times, like, you know, you got dirty cops in your team. Mm-hmm. And Gordon just kind of like brushes off. I was like, look, you know, they, they we do what we have to do. But he yeah. didn't actually take it seriously and that these guys might be on the take from the people you're after. Right, yeah. You know? And yeah. in the end, that's what Dent really is mad at Gordon for, is that these were your people that I warned like you, you about. Yeah. yeah, so it's not irrational, this whole, like, uh, like oh, I'm just going to turn it, like, when he says this is Gordon's fault, right, and mm-hmm. Gordon's a schemer and all that stuff, like, Joker's able to manipulate it to make it seem like Gordon's a bad guy, but really, Gordon does have some fault in the whole yeah. thing by not... Not taking it seriously enough that he's got dirty cops... Yep. In his in his squad for major crimes, yeah, he has, he has blood on his hands. Yeah, so he does. Thing, yeah, he's the thing he like you know people compromise. Yep. You know, like we yeah, have to because he even said in the lines like if I didn't work with people you investigated, I'd be working by myself. Right. So he thought like in it's just him being paranoid and, and too thorough. Yeah, to, yeah. In, in I think affairs. And I think that goes to show sort of like what they're trying to paint the whole time, which is like Batman's not a cop, which is why he's able to go out and do the things mm-hmm. that you know, for example. Gordon can't just investigate his whole squad. Like, you gotta go through a whole process for yeah. that and everything. And so he's he's like, do I want to be tied down in a red tape, you know, dealing with that? Or, you know, do I try and solve some crimes? And yes, there might be some, some you know, bad fellows along the way, but we're still trying to do good in the world, you know, even if there are some dirty cops. Yeah. Um, and he's forced to make that hard choice, whereas Batman isn't constrained by those things. He can do as he pleases. He can fly to China uh, and, yeah. and take Lau in the middle of the night and, yeah. you know, do his thing. You don't have uh, to worry about, like, so, like, Ramirez, you can, they, they, they'll, they'll, they can, they get, it's easy to find out that Ramirez's mom's in the, in the hospital. Yeah. It's easy to find out that this person mm-hmm. is in debt. Mm-hmm. You can't find out anything about the Batman. So, no. in that way, he is uncorruptible. Yeah. You know, you can't bribe him, you can't blackmail him. The yeah. closest anyone got was Reese. Right. Um, and that was pretty cool how that came back in the story later on. That was the, one of the best deflections I've seen from Morgan Freeman. Like, yeah. So, your plan is to blackmail a guy who goes out and beats the shit <laughs> the out of people? The most wealthy and powerful yeah. man in the world. Okay. Um, yeah. Dresses up in a cape yeah. and, and beats up bad I, guys. I've heard theories that he's the Riddler. That, yeah, he's like a, an, uh, an allusion uh, to, yeah, to the, the Riddler. The Riddler. Assuming yeah. they. Because the Riddler, I think, to... did actually figure it out like, at well, some point, didn't he? Um, they, I think that's what they want you. Uh, one of the stories was. I think uh, the reason why they, t- they they wanted to do like the Batman Forever thing, where he was an employee of Bruce Wayne's. Because mm-hmm. there's other thing where uh, the Riddler was just a guy or something. Just a guy. Yeah, yeah. Just a smart dude. Just a smart dude. And yeah. I think. Well, this guy wasn't like smart. He just, you know, read a. He just. Did check the math? Yeah, check the math. Yeah, he yeah. literally just he did the numbers. Finally, crossed the T's and dotted the I's, and he's yeah. like, "Something's not adding up here." Right? And there's a whole secret side of the business where yeah. millions of dollars. No one goes on the tenth floor anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is anyone allowed there? The elevator stop doesn't even have the button in there. That means just driving around in a fucking prototype of your car. You didn't even put a paint job on. Right. It? You yeah. The blueprint for the Batmobiles in your yeah. office, man. <laughs> you have it framed. Yeah. I'm supposed um, to see that? Yeah. Uh, no, I think. I think. It, one of the other scenes that I really do like is the uh, the hospital blow up scene, mm. um, and I've heard stories. I don't know if it was actually true or not. Where like the reason why the explosions don't go off right away is they actually was like a malfunction. It's yeah, like, that, oh, yeah. like that him uh, like throwing his hands up. Yeah, that was, yeah. That that was, was improv. That was yeah. improv. That whole scene, and I think that that adds on to Heath Ledger's sort of ten out of ten is like going with the flow. So, yeah, dangerous improv. Yeah, just yeah. hanging around explosives. Yeah, if and... you look, if you look at the shot, he right. just gets into the bus and leaves. He's maybe ten feet away from yeah. that yeah. Like, yeah. crumbling like, oh, building. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. But I, I thought and he the stayed way... in character for that. I was like, All right. If I wasn't, if I, even if I stayed in character for it not working, 
when the building that like I'm, <laughs> I'm at this point convinced isn't gonna break down starts exploding, what? I would freak the fuck out. What if they like they drop <laughs> the audio? Oh, from Chris, like, Chris, cut, cut, yeah. oh shit! He's like, he's like, like they he dropped they dropped the audio because when he threw his hands up, it's like Chris, the van was supposed yeah. to blow off. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit! It blew yeah, up. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I was I thought that was like one of the best sorts of improv yeah. there, considering yeah. the gravity of the situation and maintains his cool maintains composure maintains character mm-hmm. um you know shout out r.i.p to, to heath ledger with that one yeah um uh, what do you guys think of maggie gyllenhaal stepping in for katie holmes as rachel dawes well i know most people hated rachel dawes uh, in the, the character in the nolan verse already um you know what's weird it, it has that like laurie grimes aspect yeah to it. and like the the, the, the Skylar white it's like mm. It's just somebody. She's not tra- wrong. She's not wrong, but she's going up against your hero, and you want your hero to be like, like kind of untouched. Anyone like that's against right. your hero yeah. is a villain. She's also she's got this like helplessness to her that was sort of annoying to me. Yeah. In the film, you know, here she is. She's supposedly this like really smart girl, you know, going after big crime and and all that with Harvey and backing him up, and mm-hmm. it's like she's just kind of careless with like herself, her personal safety. Yeah, it's like she's and helpless, she's but reckless. she doesn't know it. Yeah, she's like recklessly yeah. uh, helpless. Like at the party. She, She's not fleshy. She's no. not a fleshy woman. We have a thing on the show where um, we call like 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 a little hashtag like fleshy woman, where um, and a woman character when a female character is like like a fleshed out character, ah, yeah, like you fully know, like, like a, aware has agency over herself. She doesn't like need anything she to passes, be like, like handed to her. Test, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, yeah, she's not a fleshy. She's character. not a fleshed out character. She's at all. definitely not right. Um, like even at the party, at the fundraiser. She's like, okay, stop this, all right? You're not gonna go ahead and intimidate us. You know, hey there, Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you walk up to her, legit... pulls a knife on her, and then boom, you're a damsel in distress. Right, yeah. What did you think would happen? Yeah. You know, you had no way of stopping this man. You're just gonna be like, hey, that's enough, sir. You know? Yeah, she just, she, she's hey, a you get she's your a... damn hands off. Yeah. <laughs> she's annoying on, on film, yeah. and it's like, ugh. But at the same time, it's like, all right, cool. I get it, Batman. You're in love. You don't care how annoying this woman is. You yeah. guys have been together since you were kids. But yeah, no, there's definitely, one, not a fleshed out character, and two, she's just kind of like recklessly helpless, yeah. and it, it comes off as annoying at times, too, uh, just because she's so clueless about what's going on. Like, because yeah. she's so smart, like her character herself is supposed to be really smart, like she could see a couple of steps ahead, too, maybe right. not as supposedly, much as, like, yeah. yeah, supposedly, but then she like, she'll jump in without being like, without a safety net, it's like, right. oh, like when you're saying going against, like. Oh yeah, he's got a knife. Yeah, like oh yeah, they've got guns. Right. Oh yeah, there's definitely dirty cops there. Like I, my boyfriend has been saying that these two cops are fucking dirty. But yeah, I'm gonna just go with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or or Batman has to knock out Harvey Dent there and stash him in a closet, obviously to to hide him for the scene. And she's like, "What are you doing? Like, yo, you're you're way behind. Like, he already mm-hmm. knows that there's bad guys coming yeah. up. Yeah. There's, a, there's about to be a showdown. Also, and she's got no giving idea. away that you know who Batman is with that tone. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, you, like, oh, stop, what are you doing? It's yeah. like, you know, it's, 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 you can tell she's talking to somebody she knows. Yeah. And if Dent isn't knocked out yet, he's going to pick up on that. Yeah. Right. You know? Also, also that letter, what, what, like, it's completely inconsequential to me, the letter. <laughs> like, she's pretty much saying, like, so I'm going to marry Dent, yeah. you know, good luck, right? So why do you think Alfred hides that from him? Do you I th- think well, don't that's... you think it would have given him a better sense of closure? No. I think at that time, he was so upset, he would have just been like... She died because I was Batman, and I could have quit being Batman and been with her. Mm. So I'm just gonna quit, mm. like how he did in, from The Dark Knight Rises until. Okay, I could see yeah, that. So I think, yeah. I think Alfred he needed him to keep going. He, yeah, he because like it's, the job wasn't yet to be done. Yeah, I think it's twofold. I think Alfred, in his own right, is his own character in the sense that he's both 
supportive and critical of Batman in a way that no other character is in, yeah. in, in the film. He's supportive in the sense that he understands why Batman's doing what he, he's doing. He never questions him on it. He never questions you know Master Bruce on why he's doing what he does for Gotham. What he does question him on are, one, his methods, and two, how devoted he is right. yeah. to being Batman yeah. and the danger that it puts other people in, as well as himself. Alfred really yeah. does care for Is uh, Alfred a uh, fleshy woman? I, I would... Yes and no. <laughs> you start to get some really good, like the whole Burma story. Like yeah, that was yeah. that was really cool detail. You're yeah, like, what was exactly. this guy into? Back yeah, in the day? exactly. He, exactly, he said, yeah. me and a, me and a couple of friends, we were out in Burma. Yeah, like, he was a mercenary. Like, and he was Rangu, a gun yeah, gun. yeah. So is he yeah. like is he like yeah. a mercenary? Is he a yeah. gun for hire? Is he working for like the British SAS? Who the hell yeah. knows? Yeah. You know what what was he doing out in Burma with some friends of mine? Some right. friends of mine. Like a couple of pals. you guys take a Sunday stroll. You guys go to Burma to Rangoon to hunt down. Uh, you know, a, 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 a ruby bandit. Yeah, a yeah. ruby bandit in jungles who's yeah. attacking your caravan. down the forest. Yeah, he also burns down the forest. A lot of property <laughs> damage. Yeah, bro. A lot of environmental damage, too. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I like with, with, with Alfred is that in the first one, he's like, dude, you can't, like you can't make this all, but you still have to be have a life. You still have to be a person. Right, this right. is going to destroy you. Bruce to and be in happy. the second one, he's like, you have to follow this through. You have to go all the way. Yeah. You have to be Batman. So it's sort of changing his tune, but it's justified. Well, I think I think I think part of it is is teaching Bruce responsibility because I think as a billionaire he's never had any responsibility at all. And so part of what Alfred's trying to teach him to in in maturing as a man because Alfred you know is his caretaker. He's pretty much mm-hmm. his dad mm-hmm. realistically is mm-hmm. is what he the is. He's figure. his male father yeah. figure. Sure. Um, is he's trying to teach him responsibility in the sense that listen he doesn't. He doesn't need to continue being Batman, but he did. He caused a mess. I mean, he's caused a mess by attacking the mob guys and mm-hmm. you know not thinking they were going to get upset about it and that the criminals wouldn't find some other outlet. Yeah, he says that a few times. Yeah, too. yeah. he's got this feud he with Joker him. that's now pushed the city to its brink, as Harvey says. The the night is darkest just before the dawn. Like the city's actually at its worst, comparatively speaking, for crime and whatnot. And so he, he's caused a ruckus. That needs to be cleaned up. You can't just walk away from it at that time. Right. And so I think that's, a, that's a pretty sweet like allegory to like the the Bush Iraq War. It's like you yeah. started this thing, finish yeah. it, exactly. Yeah, see it through, yeah, see exactly. It through. Like, where's your exit strategy, bro? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so that going into the time piece, which I think Nolan fits in there well in terms yeah. of what was going on in real life. Like, hey, like I think Alfred's trying to instill. It's not so much like a, a switch on the character, but he's like trying to force him to be like more mature about things mm-hmm. and like, hey. Like you made this commitment. Now you, you made this commitment. You can't just step down for this particular battle. Like you got to do something. Here. Yeah, you can't just step down at this point. So he, you know, he hides the letter. Right. Um, is the letter consequential to me? You know, I, I thought it was. It, it's a nice play in there because it's sort of this. You know, every I think everyone has some incident in their life at some point where you're like, what if this had gone differently? Yeah. And you don't know the other side of what happened in a situation. I mean. It's it's like a catch twenty two, right? Batman would love to know that Rachel sent him a note in the sense that he would be able to move on from her and focus on right, something else. Right? Because she would have she wouldn't have been with him anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but at the same time, he also he doesn't know that, and so right. he thinks he thinks that he sacrificed, you know, Rachel, and and I don't think Alfred has the heart to add on top of that more grief, which was, hey, not only did you you know let her die, not that he did, but you know. He has that grief, but too like, hey, she didn't actually, you know. Yeah, she wouldn't have wanted you. to be with you anyway. Right. Yeah. She didn't love him. Yeah, yeah. she didn't. I mean, yeah. I, I think, well, she loved him as a as a buddy. I well, think she, I she think, loved him in a way that like she loved him too much to wait for him. Right. You know? I yeah. think Alfred sees it as like a, a as his 
as his father, he's got to protect him to some degree, and he recognizes, like, at this particular moment in time, he can't handle that kind of truth with what he's dealing with, which is the the loss of Rachel. Yeah, so. I guess it's something Osborne that... Osborne Butler syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. You should have sold him. I guess it's something that I can't... Because it's such a dramatic and drastic and traumatic experience, I can't put myself in his shoes to know how I would respond. Mm-hmm. If, like, the woman of my dreams, if I was under the impression that if I didn't follow this through, I could have been with her. Right. I Like, uh, in my head, I feel like I would have felt better knowing that my um, actions wouldn't have done it. Because she said, in the letter, she's saying pretty much, like, I'm marrying Dent anyway. Right. You know? So, like, if I knew that and knew that, well... She wasn't gonna be with me. She would have gone with him. That I I feel like that would make me feel better about it, you know. Because like instead, it's like I let her. Like instead, she now he's thinking what you what you said, where he let her die because of his choice to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It feels like I would feel better having seen the letter. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think Chris again. I give good old Chris a, uh, a run up this long distance phone call. Now I, I, yeah. I do think it. Part of it is just. It's more so just Alfred being that father figure for him, and he yeah. he comes into that and makes the hard choice. You know, do I tell him the truth or do I lie here? Do you Yo, think what, it's, what's it's the... that that long arcing story of Alfred where at the end where he uh, at Batman's funeral, first funeral, mm. where he's like, "I failed you." Yeah, it's like you think like it's just oh, instead of like him getting into like a pissy little match, screaming match with them before, it's like mm. I failed you in because like I wasn't able to protect you. I couldn't you. protect you the yeah. right way. Yeah, maybe I think yeah. so. I think at least the way I I see Alfred in in the film is. He's a protector, he's a father figure, and he's trying to do the best for Bruce and helping him mature because he's taken on a role that, you know, is obviously totally against his normal character as a billionaire playboy. Right. Um, you know, who's, who's now a vigilante, who, you know, actually cares about something and, and has something to live for, and he's not just a spoiled brat. Mm. Um, and to some degree, you know, Alfred's got to kind of shape that in the sense of, yeah, you know, you got to enjoy your life still, though. You got to, you know, yeah. there has to be something... There has to be a purpose for this. There has to be a reason. You know, you can't just do this for yeah, fun. Bruce Wayne can't cease to exist. Yeah, you still have yeah. to be Bruce Wayne. You still have to enjoy life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of what Alfred's trying to do there is, you know, hey, it, following the death of Rachel, it's like, can I throw more gas on the fire here? Sure. Is that a good call right now? No. I, I feel uh, right now it's, it's great. That was a great uh, breakdown of Alfred and, and Rachel and, and that. But I feel we're, we're skipping uh, two guys who I think really knocked it out of the park in this movie. With Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. And, Gary Oldman and Aaron Eckhart. Yep. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart kind of bought right into like this whole idea. Of, like he had this. He. I mean, you could see he had a dual personality, especially when he, yep. he kidnapped uh, Ant Man's buddy mm-hmm. in uh, <laughs> in the with the uh, ambulance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you see, like he has this like boiling anger. Yep. Where right. he's trying to keep a cool face, like he's got that in the the whole. Uh, or yeah, when they're, in, or when they're in the restaurant, he's talking about um, the Romans giving Nero power uh, mm-hmm. during you know an invasion, and Rachel has to remind him like, yeah, the last guy that it was it was Caesar, and right, he never right. gave the power back. So you can right. see throughout the film, he's got this sort of like dark tendency for control and ultimate power. It's there; they tease like, it very well. He's mm-hmm. got one hand on the wheel at all times. It's like yeah, he kind of like like this guy. Like you see, like you see, like and and Aaron Eckhart did a great job, and like mm-hmm. it's a shame that he couldn't continue getting bigger roles right like he's he's had some kind of stinkers in the, in yeah. the recent history and it's not fair to him because he's really fucking good yeah and um you know he uh yeah like that that like that the bubbling darkness of him is a crazy thing it's to there. hide with a crazy thing to do in a two-face character because the last representation of two-face in life actually was Tommy Jones who was yeah. just a lunatic yeah. yeah there was no duality 
duality to the performance. It was just, oh, he's just a fucking lunatic. Yeah, with makeup on half his face. Yeah. No, this yeah. one right you feel. Middle, if, yeah. This one you feel like you're watching Javier Bardem in um, no, Country. no Country for Old oh. Men. Yeah, yeah. In the <laughs> yeah. end, honestly, yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's where that's like, kind of where you sure get to you at that point, yeah. where you're like, you don't know what's gonna go on here, and you really, I really love that scene where Joker actually lets him flip the coin for him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He's that's you see how psychotic he is. One. He's willing to play the game because mm-hmm. it's he feels it's an even better game than his. Right. Um, and yeah. he wants he wants the thrill. He wants the ride. Like, am I gonna live? Am I gonna not? Um, but yeah, they tease that throughout the film. You know, with these sort of like dark, you know, kind of references, like the the Rome one, and you're like, okay, so this guy's got potential there. And what's funny about it is only the Joker saw that. No yeah. one else. Yeah. No one else saw it. Everyone Nobody else, else exactly. Yeah. How did the Joker spot that? Joker sees it, and maybe you know. Again, maybe his military intelligence background, maybe just really good at manipulating people. Mm-hmm. He is the only one that sees it there as like, okay, that's the chink in the armor. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to trojan my horse to get there, mm-hmm. but I'm going to exploit that. And yeah. he ultimately does. Um, and yeah, phenomenal performance. You're right. He's done some some dinger since then, but great actor in the film. Uh, and Gary Oldman, too. Uh, he yeah. plays Commissioner Gordon so well this yeah, the mustache. This, <laughs> this old yeah. cop figure that you want to help, but yeah. you know, like what's the old saying? He, he's uh, overwhelmed. He eats coffee and drinks cigarettes. Like, yeah. the, like <laughs> yeah. the whole like, he, like he's just he's just he's this put upon guy who's just like We're trying to do the right thing. It's like he's, he's obviously had like a right year thing. through hell where he's just like put it all to the he put his family kind of to the side. Yeah, and, and like he's like he's just kind of uh, career driven, not career driven, but like goal driven to like end the mob and like he's got now a partner in batman mm-hmm. uh, it's uh I, he, I, I, it's for him it's like the ultimate fireman like he just keeps having to like every Put out fire yeah every every second he thinks he's comfortable he thinks something's done he gets a call right you know like yep. he like like boom he gets a call the mayor's gonna die then he has to fucking get shot and fake his death right, right? Yep. comes back catches joker Boom, you know, like the Harvey Dent's gone missing. And at and what cost? Yeah, what yeah. Cost? So then he's got to interrogate the Joker, try to figure that out. Boom, Rachel dies. Boom, and then every time he does, you see him just snap into cop mode. All right, you, 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 come with me. The dressing room, we're sealing off all the hospitals. Like he always yeah. has to, he just has to yep. snap, go into it, you yep. know. And uh, he's never the most powerful guy in the room. No, he's never the, no. you know, he's very he's unassuming. The, yeah, if anything, he should be the the Gotham's hero. I don't know what Dent had over him. Maybe his team is a little sus. But like I he think had because the, the, Den had the flash, there was no flash. To no, Christmas, he's just to, got to all he's Gordon. got is integrity. Yeah, Inspector you know? Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just an honest cop. Yeah. But other than that, he's not a politician. He's not he's a, making headlines. He's not. He's a good know. man in a bad world. Yeah, yeah. As we, as we said before, like he's just he's that he's that that stalwart cop that like the cop you can rely on. Right. No matter what. No, exactly. No matter which way the wind blows, he is. Always straight. He's yeah, straight you, going. You would think this movie hated cops if it wasn't for Gordon, right? Yeah. Every other cop is dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're either dirty or incompetent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just totally. And yeah, I mean, you see that even going into the next film when Dark Knight Rises too. He's he's timelessly there, mm-hmm. devoted, no matter what kind of chaos is going. Yeah, on. the I whole think he, city. I like, think he makes taken it, over. Yeah. Right and he's still and being he's a still cop. The yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> I think he slips up by saying like, "Let's put all the cops in the tunnels." Like, no. Yeah. Like that's his one big mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like let's not. Let's just. But yeah. Was phenomenal. That his move? Yeah, that was his move. He's yeah. like phenomenal performance uh, for both of them, as well as Heath Ledger, Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, you know they they do a great job on screen and 
again, some of the little ticks and nuances to Heath Ledger's performance, I think you don't really appreciate the first time. Not mm-hmm. that it's not great, mm-hmm. but as you watch him more and you see those close-ups of him doing the ticks or the he's yeah. like licking his face the whole time. It's like a good song. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It takes um, some some nuance. Yeah, I think it. You gotta take. You gotta give the actors credit for that, but also Nolan for driving those performances oh, 100%. out of the out of the characters. You know, oh yeah, some of it was improv, but you can tell that. A lot of that was them fulfilling Nolan's vision yes. for the characters, yeah. um, which I think was uh, revolutionary and hasn't uh, been topped since. No, I feel everything is just a, the, the bad imitation. Yeah, yeah. Like you could see, like, ah, right, you're trying to just be the Dark Knight again. And Even the sound editing. Yeah, you know, like the uh, I'm, I'm my my favorite example is the the parade when like they hear that kind of rousing, and it's just like it's more and more yep. like loud and just blaring like as things start like building as this tension starts building up until finally like the the windowsill right. pops, pops up, up everyone should joker there's takes the shot is, it, is that the the joker song where it's like the one chord like yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. that, that goes with uh that was uh the composer Hans zimmer's uh idea he's like batman should have this bombastic yeah. song and that's why you get the whole like but like joker it's a it's a it's a single thing it's like Starts low, yeah, and then he nope. gets right to the, the yeah, tipping and, point. Yeah, just like the suspense that. in his scene, in his yeah. scenes, it matches it so well. It's it's a fantastic because yeah, they played that in the uh, the the ground round scene, the 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 mobster birthday dinner. Yeah, yep. they, like you, it starts like the and it yeah, grows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and it grows. He, honestly, he used that same technique in Dunkirk too later on. Like it was mm. so successful in Batman. Yeah, he was yeah. Able to he, I think that. he used it in uh, in Interstellar as well. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's he kind of like caught a theme. Yeah, I mean, he he found something that worked. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, Zimmer gets a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah, he needs a lot of credit. Hans Zimmer does too. a great job. Yeah. There, there's some kind of I had watched some YouTube video on it once, but for anyone interested in that particular sound, there's some kind of effect where you can play a certain set of chords over and over again, and it'll create a rising sound effect. Like crescendo. It, it's a um, it's an auditory illusion. though. it's not actually rising yeah, at it's all. It's not actually getting louder. No, oh, it's not wow. actually getting louder. It tricks your brain into thinking. Wait, it's so that louder. chord is the same chord the whole yeah, time? Yeah, it's the same chord the wow. whole time. And that's what made Dunkirk so powerful. Is they're actually just playing the same thing over and over again. That's but crazy. It creates an auditory illusion where you feel the rising. You feel a rising sound, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that's it, awesome. there's like a it's a Vox video or something on YouTube. It's like 15 minutes long, but really cool if you want to nerd out and geek out on yeah, it yeah. give it a listen that's awesome I didn't yeah that. yeah and that's one of like Hans Zimmer's things and he uses it perfectly in Batman Dunkirk later on Interstellar mm. uh, it really kind of tricks your brain and creates Inception, this I think it, it this, this imminent feeling of tension wow um, or claustrophobia in, yeah. in Dunkirk and you're you know, you you're waiting for whatever's gonna happen, and boom! And Batman, yeah, yeah the scope pops up. Guy takes a shot. Then Gordon's dead. You're like, oh my god, what happened? Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> like it all went to hell. Yeah. Quick. Wow. Because um, yeah, it did feel like a big loss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he like hundred percent. Like, oh, like, I lost this round. Like, god damn it! Like yeah, I thought yeah. I was doing well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's fantastic, and and he does it again. I believe I believe he's got a similar chord playing at some point when. Uh, Harvey and, and Rachel are tied up mm-hmm. and, and the bombs are about to go off yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the ferries as well, too. Yep. yep. Uh, anyway, guys, um, we are running kind of long. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is the, this yeah. Still, no, this, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But this is the, the longest episode I think we've done in the past, like, year. Yeah. But season four, definitely the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the longest episode of the longest season. Uh, let's wrap this guy up. Yeah, Dark Knight is not playing on any streaming service anymore. You right. have to buy it on Amazon or at a DVD place. Yeah, it's earned that status. It's earned. Yeah. If, you, if, you <laughs> don't, if you don't own it by now, yeah, you should probably own it. Yeah, facts. Uh, uh, what uh, out of ten? What are we giving this movie? 
I'm putting it up in the rafters. You, yo, yeah. I'm putting it next to Terminator Two, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, I agree. I would. I would put this on a scale of ten. This is, this is a ten movie for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just it's classic. It's timeless. Obviously, you've got the final, the penultimate performance for Heath Ledger, which no one knew at the time. So, it are makes you saying it... the imaginary of Doctor Parnassus? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like as a work of art too in cinema. It's got its own place because of that. You know, like Picasso dying and his paintings becoming more famous, or Van Gogh mm-hmm. as a or Heath Tupac. Ledger. Yeah, well, yeah, he got the uh, the postmortem Oscar. Yeah, yeah, which I think even if. If he what if he didn't die, I think he would have been nominated. I think he still would have been yeah. nominated. Maybe he would have still won too because the the performance. I mean, his performance as Joker is is. I think awesome. he was going up against yeah. Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. <laughs> oh yeah, I that, mean that was also that he got for Tropic Thunder for Tropic Thunder, which Tropic Thunder, I mean, which was also quite an, an amazing yeah. layered performance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for that one, and yeah. uh, people still love that performance. Yeah, you they, love you love Tropic Thunder. I do. Thunder. I, I do. I love Tropic Thunder. I yeah. love the whole idea that it's a movie inside of a movie. movie. Yeah. And inside of a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I, this has was, been great. This this sort of... I was going to give it a nine, but after this episode and after like talking about it in every way, I feel up. like Batman's Krav Maga isn't enough to... Yeah, yeah there's, it's got to be a ten. enough yeah. things right about it to make all the things wrong yeah. that seem kind of like totally petty fine. and like small. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm 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 put I'm gonna open up the 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 case. I'm gonna put its jersey right up there. Wow. So, so the only movies we've given ten are The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, I think I gave Terminator two a ten. Yeah, Terminator two, Solid. Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters. Did we give Goodfellas? Goodfellas, we gave a ten. Yeah. Those um, are the four. It's yeah, that's only it. Four. So now so it's five. Five. Now it's five. Now the Rushmore's gotten another yeah. head. Now when boom when I when I finish up my basement i'm gonna start putting up like dvd covers yeah. on the wall. this one's a legend yeah this one's, yeah this one's a legend the here. voltron of, of of movie mayhem right you know the, the five pieces uh, i mean that's a good lineup i think yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a solid line no, i you, agree like those are like all right there's a little bit more like maybe terminator passion. 2 that's more emotional for yeah, me and ghostbusters for me yeah. too but like empire strikes back for me exactly. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you can, i mean you, you know, could understand like you could understand yeah but um, no for this one like i i never really watched you know, too many cartoons as a kid, but essentially the image that I always had in my head of a Batman was, yeah, vigilante, crime fighting, and also billionaire playboy, and then Joker, just the guy trying to <laughs> trying to make things trying to make things bad for everyone. Yeah, yeah. they finally released the Blu-ray of the Batman animated series, the entire run. Oh, nice, all on Blu-ray, dude. Like if. It's it's comics, it's cartoons, but if you love Batman, that is the you would, that is the quintessential yeah. Batman. It's also yeah. it's also on Amazon streaming the Batman anime series. So yeah, if you nice. want to check that out. Awesome. They do collections. It's, yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's worth, worth it. It's not. It's obviously the Dark Knight and like uh, it's live action. Everything, remember, but, like, remember this yeah, is for kids. This, no, no, no. Yeah. I 100% it's really not. Though. It's kids but in I, 1992. So yeah. there's a lot of I things. Think, to take I out. think what this film did was take what vision I did have from my childhood and brought it into a more mature scene and and realistic kind of portrayal of like what would it be like if you have some you know psychopath right. as christian bale loves to call him and his, his band of psychopaths yeah um you know who decide hey I'm, i just want to raise hell in a city and and see what kind of damage i could cause yeah, right. and i think he that happens that right. on screen right yep. yeah all right. Uh, so, all right, so that's the shoot. That uh, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. That's right. Anthony, I, I know, you know, you're my boy. You like to stay uh, off the grid. Right? <laughs> that low-key low lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can hit Anthony up on Tinder. Right? <laughs> you got to swipe right, baby. Still yeah. got an Instagram, man underscore Tony. Yeah, that's right. Give me give me a follow. Yeah, man. I'll follow back. Yeah, he's got, he's oh, got he's some got good F stories. F. Yep. <laughs> The F F F for F. His stories of him running uh, along the uh, East River, uh, along Hudson, the East River. River. Hudson, Hudson River, Hudson River, um, um, shirtless is 
is to die for. Uh, <laughs> uh, until then, guys, it's uh, we did it. The Dark Knight. We are now officially a movie podcast because we've oh, done yeah, the we Dark. Did, we've done the Dark Knight, The Room. Yeah. And, oh my God. And the uh, Empire Strikes Back. Actually, that's it. We've hit the we've hit the pinnacle. That's right. So uh, you know, next week uh, we're not going to tell you what you're doing. You'll find out when you find out. That's right. Uh, could be a magic trick. Could not be a magic trick. That's I right. Don't know yet. We won't know. And uh, un- until then, peace. And we'll see you at the next one. Thank That's you, right. fam. Uh, no musical outro. No. You want to do... You know what we, You know what I should just say? Uh, 